Mindfulness at IBM Podcast, uh, Lele here, and uh, I think we, we missed one week, right, Pat? Like we, we weren't, we didn't publish yes. last, uh, last Monday. Week, two weeks? Definitely a week, definitely one week. Oh, one week, one week, because yes, yes, because before there was your story with the, with the tiger mm. and the, your, uh, your style of meeting people with the tiger behind you. <laughs> that is very impactful. <laughs> but anyway, uh, we, we actually have today with us um, uh, two, how to say, like, uh, you know, evergreen guests, like guests that could come every single time, actually, from my perspective. Um, so that uh, I, we invited for, for a chat, right? So we have uh, Janet. That, uh, hey, Tim. Um, ciao, Janet. And Shalini as well. Ciao, Shalini. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. So, um, so what, what, what's the buzz from, from your side? Like, I, I know that we are in basically four different parts of the world, right? Um, how is the mindfulness experience from, from your perspective? Well, I can share it one thing, Lele, mm -hmm. that um, mindfulness is for sure here also in Slovenia. I think that also colleagues in other countries who is moving now to the Kindrill, right, has putting the mindfulness in the in the special spot where it helps us, you know, to digest all these new informations and all the pressures that are building up. Yeah, the uncertainty of what's happening <laughs> after. Indeed, and this uncertainty, right, it gives us, it's just pushing us on the edge, right? Just now it's, you know, with mindfulness, you can just reach more stability on receiving these informations every day. And it's, it's very funny because you, you receive, a, in the morning you receive one information, in the end of the day you receive additional information, which is maybe not really totally supporting the first information. So it's, um, it's, it's going a lot. From the same side, I, I, I always remember the, the importance of equanimity, right? To say, like, you know, whatever is the, the change, uh, you know how, many, how much complexity there is behind, right? Uh, and how many, we know already how many people are working for, um, you know, for, for, for the change. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's very hard maybe sometimes to, to really know what is happening. And maybe it's, you need to course correct. Right. Mm -hmm. So from our side, understanding that might help us as well to not like, oh, come on, there is a new information. How, how is it possible? I mean, that's, that's and maybe just, uh, just to add on, in, indeed, um, just to add on on this uh, as, a, as a final thought about that is, um, you know, you start, people are, you know, very often we start to investigate because we want to have a clear view clear information you need, we need to you know try to see all the sites and you know and then in the kindle this is something that it, i'm learning for the first time is that you can simply cannot dig for more information because in some cases we don't know and accepting this we don't know <laughs> that's something that i learned um, also as we as i'm walking on this path you know accepting that what you don't know Speaking of uh, things we don't know and equanimity, Shalini, how are you keeping equanimity amidst all the stuff that's, that's going on in your area? Hi, Patrick. Um, I'm really riding the wave uh, right now. I'm, I'm looking, you know, just yesterday I was speaking and I, I said, 
um, it, it just was a casual conversation over a, over a virtual tea coffee and it became such a deep conversation. Uh, it just so happens with this friend. And I said, I feel like I'm standing shore and each wave is a realization which and, and you know, it's whether it's an emotion, whether it's a thing, sort of stays around the feet for a bit, you know, and, and then it leaves. Now it's up to me to, to sort of start to squirm and get sort of uncomfortable and, and start to think that every wave is a tsunami, right? Um, or, or just appreciate that, yes, this is unfamiliar. Let me just see how this goes and, and just sort of let it be. And uh, yeah, that's how I am right now. I feel like not only are we going through a transition at work, I am also looking at this period as a transition for myself, where each day is a new day and you don't know what is coming. Hmm. I mean, uh, mentally, uh, mm -hmm. if we don't look into uh, what is happening with our brain, with the thoughts, right? We might just, you know, get into this uh, state, right? The emotional state of uncertainty and that is causing stress, right? That is causing um, anxiety. Uh, but I don't know, uh, by looking inside, right? By understanding what is really causing the stress, we, uh, how, how we, we say, we switch off the autopilot, right? We, we start logically thinking about everything and that basically brings the answer that you gave to say like, you know, I'm uh, open to... Right. I, I was actually, you know, really the realization about this happened also because I started to think that, um, you know, it's, it's not okay that I am, I am not really, you know, you're, you're in a mode of work. You, you have a certain, certain form of accepting work into your, into your space and then delivering work. And, and that is not how it is. It's, it's a sort of limbo. It's a sort of, um, you know, sort of suspended in, in, in midair and, and you don't really know how it's going to, how you're going to land. And um, so that doesn't have to be a bad thing. It's just an unfamiliar thing. Yes. So just the fact that you watch it and say, yeah, I don't know this. I haven't operated like this, at least for a very, very, very long time. And that's all right. You know, um, let's, let's, just, um, let's just see how that goes. And to have that fundamental sort of, um, faith that just because it's unfamiliar doesn't mean it's bad, right, or wrong, or unhealthy. <laughs> Which is why the, the analogy of every wave not being a tsunami. You know, it's, it's very fine. I mean, it's very interesting when you're saying, Shalini, you know, accepting, okay, this is the, what I recognize. Um, and now I would just need mm -hmm. to see what, how I will cooperate. But I think that Sometimes we also want to have results too fast, you know, okay, let me see let, what will be next in the next minute. Oh, uh, it's not nothing is happening. So I, what I need to do, right? And then you just start, you know, looking for the solutions in the same time that something happens. So I think that how you, how you manage, you know, with patience, do you build up the patience to see how things will go on and how do you see that? And that's very interesting. Right. So, was was that you know? Is that is that a my my sense that I'm a very impatient person, really. I mean, I 
think I am, but I also seem to have a lot of patience for a lot of larger things in life. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really about, um, you know, how, what mode you want to adopt at what time in life. And, and we all have, you know, it's like having, uh, there, are, there are these um, ideologies about 10 worlds that each one of us can be in a certain state of existence at any point in time, you know, in the realm of existence. So you could be in a state of um, anger or gratitude or, or, you know, hell or what, you know, however you define that state. And so at that time, what do you pick to be, right? And that comes from, again, being able to see what is, you know, I am feeling this way. Oh, I am feeling this way. Just just that acknowledgement that I am feeling this way. And I was just reading something so interesting about, you know, how our subconscious mind works, which is that over 90% of our mental life is subconscious. And, and I was, I mean, I expected it to be a large percentage, but over 90%. And, and it also said that um, our most profound convictions are those that, you know, that we can't really argue with those rationally because they do not come from the conscious mind. They come from the subconscious mind. So when I was reading that, it was just making me realize that there are so many things we try to reason and analyze and, and have a solution for instantly, right? But that, you know, it, it's, it's coming from that rational space, want a solution. But to not have a solution, to not have an answer is is okay to you know mystery of that so so that's the kind of space i'm in like i said um, very in a transition in a state of transition yeah but particularly if there is nothing uh no influence you can effectively have in the outcome of that solution right so i mean in in the moment where uh the decision the change uh, is outside of your power right like regardless if you are anxious or not, nothing is is not gonna change the outcome, right? So there is actually no reason to uh, you know change your present for in an unpleasant way, perhaps, right? By thinking about the pot- potential outcome that is not coming, or by being nervous because it's not coming, or whatever. Um, that you know it might prevent you from enjoying the the moment, right? So like you know, now. There are a lot of things I can do. I can even enjoy a book or I can enjoy working or having a chat. Instead, I'm not doing it because I'm anxious. So that's actually the reason where uh, it's actually an additional reason for avoiding uh, this state of mind or trying to do it by turning towards it and hopefully letting it go. Right? I don't know. What, what do you do, Pat, when you're anxious? Yeah. I'd love to hear what that was. I think we're, we're, we're talking about a lot of like good and key points that, that we can cultivate and, and practice. Definitely one is a beginner's mind. So trying to approach each moment as if it is a, a new moment for the first time. And if we look at like the uh, atomic level, is it like 99.9 with six nines after it? It's just empty space. I mean, there's just so much that's changing in any given moment, but our maybe going to Shalini's point, our subconscious mind is is picking it up, but our I don't know if our rational mind can can pick it up. So I, when I get anxious, Shalini also mentioned, you know, I I think it's important for us to acknowledge, hey, I'm feeling it, 
but I, I think I go maybe a, a step or, or two further that I'm not feeling this. I'm experiencing the feelings of ang anxiety or there is a chemical reaction you know, in my body right now. And there's physical sensations as a result of that. And based on, you know, my upbringing and, and society and how we learn that this is, this is bad. Uh, <laughs> this is bad that I'm feeling anxious. So whether it's anxiety or whether it's happiness, they're both emotions and they're both signals and it's data. I'm doing my best not to look at them as bad or good, but just information. And with mindfulness, I'm, I'm aware of that happening. So I can see those thoughts racing in my mind. I can feel those emotions. I can feel the sensations. And I can also witness my mind trying to plan the next moment. What's the behavior? What's the impulse that I want to bring? And I don't have to, like you're saying, Lele, be on autopilot. I can take that moment and be like, wow, I could see all this happening right here and right now. And then I could choose. How do I want to, or what do I want to do with all this information that I'm perceiving right now? So whether it's anxiety or happiness, it's, it's just an opportunity to, to practice mindfulness really. And enjoy yeah. it. And enjoy it. Yeah. Enjoy. But uh, Pat, you know, it's it becomes very interesting when you have situation when you don't really know, would you be happy or, you know, it, it, you, you cannot really see on see which side of those emotions you are. So it's like, hmm, I don't know at this point, <laughs> time in which, so then, you know, the patients kick in, right? You just, mm. you just need to, to see how the, the things will go. And I, what Shalini said, you know, the patients, I think it's um, in the key of a lot of things that are happening to us. Yeah. So. Uh, uh, patience is key. And if we can give more space, then we can give more, more space to kind of sense it and experience it and, and analyze it. What What's... Mm -hmm. What's really important to think about is I don't have to, you know, like mm. this situation or this doesn't have to bring me pleasure. I don't have to enjoy it. It, it could be, you know, physically painful or mentally painful. But Yana, it's like we were t talking about, I think last week about these, these arrows of suffering. Yes, there's this first arrow the physical pain, I don't know, Lele yells at me for something, Shalini mm -hmm. hits me in the face, you know, you uh, steal something from me on us. There's these initial arrows of suffering, but everything after that, oh, you know, Lele's going to hit me again, or, or Giannis is going to do this again, or oh, I'm just a bad person. You know, that's all the additional layers of, of suffering that we cause on ourselves by, in a sense, maybe it's conscious or subconscious choosing to additionally inflict you know suffering after suffering but, but, but this is uh, against the beginner's mind right where a, like a beginner's mind doesn't have expectation mm. doesn't know what to expect right it never experienced that before <laughs> so just keep keep touching the you know the fire oh, <laughs> oh <it might>. <laughs> <laughs> that, maybe that, the second the third time yeah, it's true it's true yeah <laughs> exploration <laughs> This, this last two days uh, of the weekend were actually very interesting from sort of watching one aspect of my life, which mm -hmm. was, um, I was, I had a very social uh, uh, last week because of a disruption, right? So, so yeah, I, 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 there was a challenge. I took it on, um, did what I had to do. And then I was with people. Um, and when I got back, 
I think this there was this huge wave of um, you know I don't I, I want to go back uh, to let's say my my dearest friend with whom I've spent like two days who's, who's sort of looked after me or or whatever there was this this restlessness and I was like what is happening you know just watching mm. it and and just talking to this um, friend I just mentioned a little while ago I you know it was like maybe you're just feeling lonely and and, and I was like you know I resisted that I, I was like no I I I I I'm alone but I'm not lonely <laughs> you know? that distinction is something that was so sort of we get so attached to some of the things that you think right which give you a resolve and so yeah 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 right this is acceptable this is not acceptable so being alone is acceptable being lonely is not acceptable again the things that upbringing what society says and then I sat with it and and I, I was like you know what yeah it's it's okay to be feeling that way. I'm not above the rest, right? So it was just about being able to sit with an uncomfortable, unfamiliar um, feeling. And, and it's not always unfamiliar. Sometimes it's way too familiar. Maybe you've experienced something in a huge measure. And mm -hmm. therefore, just the thought that that thing is rising again, a monster might just rise again is what will define, like Patrick was saying, you know, oh, Yanis will do this again, and Bele will do that again, and Shalini will hit me again. It's coming from the fear, fundamentally, that something could go wrong. And, and so, you know, all that drama that plays out is really a production happening in, in our own film institute in the head, right? So, yeah, I think just watching it and then accepting it and also thinking about, you know, is there a dependency? I have an expectation that someone will make me feel better versus a dependency that unless I'm with, you know, I'm, I'm with someone, I'm not going to feel better. Mm. Just watching all of that a little objectively is, you know, it's really about the relationship you form with yourself. And, and that is where mindfulness plays a huge part. Right? Only when you're mindful are you able to sort of watch inside. That's, that, that was my experience this weekend, so I'm happy to share. What I'm, what I'm hearing from that is you got to create the space to take all that in or to observe that. Since we're you know, rushing so much from one thing to another and there's just a very stimulating, busy world, we don't have time to process, you know, like, like you're saying, this, this feeling of being alone versus lonely. And this is why I enjoy, you know, taking those, those 10, 20, 30, depending on, you know, how much is going on. But it seems like the more that's going on emotionally or mentally, the, the more I need to find the space where I could just sit and observe what's going on mm -hmm. to make sense of it. Mm. So stop, <laughs> take a breath, right? Take about yeah. observe 15 observe. minutes, then proceed. <laughs> exactly. No. Um, yesterday, I was going to the mountains and, you know, I was going with my family, right? With three kids and my wife. And I was, you know, going on the hill and I was start climbing. And there on, there was um, in the, between the top, there was, you know, we just go up and yeah, let's go up, go. We need to go, we need to go, right? And when we go up and up, there is a, a big let's say space when you say space that's what kicks me in there were cows 
right? Mm -hmm. They were sitting down there and they were just chewing grass, right? And we were kind of, we were going coming up, and every uh, there was a, also a lot of other um, enthusiasts like us. We were just coming up, and you know, Carl was just watching us, and they were chewing the the grass, right? And like, hey guys, what's going on? And we are like, yeah, we need to go up, we need to go up. So. You know, creating this space. You know, it was really, and I take a, I need to take a picture of my guys, uh, my my sons you know, with the cows, right? It was like, it was like, really, what I was um, telling them that we need to create a space and the time to chew a grass, right? Ah, <laughs> my mindful cow. Indeed, indeed. Find the space <laughs> to chew the grass. I like that. I wonder if also cows might be mindful or not, right? Because my dad was they look very the mindful. Most, the most mindful. And another one was like, oh gosh, maybe the grass there was greener and nicer instead of this one, right? I should have walked a little bit more. Oh. And now, and now I'm, I'm spoiling my day because I'm not eating the right grass. I, you know, there can be as well. This it's type a good of point, Clara. It's a good point, yeah. But it's up to us which one is the how to enjoy the grass we have. Very well. Uh, so a uh, bit instruction now that uh, folks have been following us still here, right? Um, so Pat, um, so in the moment when you are feeling a bit anxious or stressed, what type of practice can we suggest or do? I think it's, it definitely depends on the level of stress. But what's, what, what's kind of something that everyone can explore and, and I continue to practice is, is finding physical anchors, something that's present, whether that's sound or the breath or the feet on the floor, mm -hmm. and using that to, to come back. The, the, the cow, when, when it eats the grass, it ruminates. It eat, digests in one stomach before it gets to the other, to the other. And often the mind will do that. The, the brain's designed to think about things from different perspectives. So if we're anxious, there's a lot of thinking going on. In order to break that, we need to come back to the present. That's why, you know, listening to music helps us. That's why eating something delicious helps us. That's why, mm -hmm. you know, going for a massage, because these are things that are happening in the present. So if, you know, for example... Uh, there's a little bit of anxiety, maybe tuning into the sounds of, you know, what's happening outside the window or, or in my room can help you calm down. Maybe if the anxiety is a bit stronger, coming to the breath, just. And if it's, you know, like Shalini was, was talking about, maybe it's even just more intense what's happening in, in, in my life right now, using the body as a whole. So just, you know, whether you're sitting or standing or whatever posture, just what are my feet coming into contact? How is my posture? You know, can I sense my hands, my, my face, my, my whole body and using the whole body as an anchor. So it's an individual has to practice different things to, to, to get a sense of it and kind of test it mm -hmm. in real life. So next time you're anxious, you know, see if sound helps. If it doesn't, maybe go to the breath. If it doesn't go to go to the body. So maybe that, that's and one thing me, I'd recommend. What what I experience sometimes is that it's it, you should wait, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't come immediately. Like when particularly moment of uh, extreme anxiety and so on, it, it's not that for one moment you just take a breath, get grounded, and it's done. It takes time to let the dust sink, right? So wait, stay there and enjoy the stillness, 
uh, and eventually the stillness will become uh, you, right? Um, but it takes a lot of grass. Yeah. And I can really reinforce that, uh, Lily. You know, I with my, my mindfulness helps me, you know, just to build up also the patience that the dust go down. You know, this is really incredible from my eyes when I'm looking myself back and see where what I managed to, you know, how to make how I managed to build up the patience. You know, this is really incredible. So um, it really does work. There's often that uh, the jar with the, with the glitter that's used as a metaphor. Right? When, <laughs> when you shake it up, it's just all the glitters <laughs> getting wherever you're in the water, and that, that's what it feels like when we're experiencing something. But if we can, as Lele was saying, Giannis, you know, just put the jar down and, and experience that. I think what helps when experiencing that, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, because often we're like, oh, why am I so anxious? Why can't I, you know, calm down? Why is it so difficult? Rather than, than that, you know, focusing on that part of the brain, because it's going to continue to do that, focus on the, mm -hmm. on the other part. What is this teaching me? How does this feel? You know, wow, my body can actually experience all this. There's probably a billion, you know, cells and neurons firing right now to make this happen. That's fascinating that my body can do this. So also just the approach when you are still, when you are dropping into your anchors, to be more, more curious, more kind, more, more open to what's, what's unfolding. Shalini, any, any other? Yeah, I, I almost wanted to add one little bit there, which was you know, to be fascinated by what's happening in the body, to be fascinated by what's happening in the mind. And in that, when you're trying to sort of settle in with that emotion, it happens that, you know, you do end up noticing a little bit here and there. Now, that little trick works beautifully. It's a very, very, very subtle one where you're just staring into space, right? You're looking at this, whether it's, you know, looking at a patch of green or you're looking at something in your room, you start to stare into space. You just zone out. And in that, when you suddenly notice something which is obviously always there, maybe a little, little, you know, something, a leaf mm. that's fallen down just now, it's just dropped and you notice it. Right, you just catch that moment. And, and that moment, I realize, and I smile now when I see that happening. <laughs> right, Patrick? <laughs> because that, yes, that was my mindful moment right there. Right. I just came back to the present. I just came back to the present. So I zoned out. I acknowledged that I zoned out. And I don't know for how long, losing sense of time. And ah, that little leaf has brought me back to the present. I love that trick. It's just apply it anytime okay so i hope you all feel better folks uh, or if not just give it a try and let the uh, you know the dust settle mm -hmm. um, and let us know how you feel actually in this moment in the comments or on the slack channel or wherever right the mindfulness practice are continuing also throughout july and august and september and so on so look at our calendar uh, thank you for listening and practicing with us. And um, what else we should uh, end with, uh, Pat? We got our badge approved. I think that's that's good news. So we'll be. Oh, yes. <laughs> so soon there will be a, um, the you know mindfulness-based uh, connect experience that is like a, 
little experience for the whole community members that are willing to do it with also beds that is gonna be you know launched at one point probably right after the the summer holidays or that we're gonna have in in many parts of the world so said that uh, enjoy some nice fresh grass uh, moo <laughs> to everyone and <laughs> thanks for listening the grass. thank you take, take care bye bye now